Hello and welcome to Dateline New Haven on WNHHFM, New Haven's home for community radio. I'm Paul Bass, inviting you to look behind the scenes, behind the headlines on the stories that make New Haven tick. We have two people here who are maybe making people in New Haven tick and click, click, as in the sound of bicycles or if you have taps, I guess, on your shoes, heels on the pavement. Say good morning to Leo Sario, Leanne Leo Sario, the executive director of the New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation, i.e. good ways to get around. Oh, awesome. Good morning, Lee. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Thanks for so much for coming in. And Lee's a former New Havener of the Year for work she did at LEAP. And um, Doug Hausladen, the head of the New Haven Park Authority here in his capacity as board chair of the New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation. Doug, thanks so much for coming in. Thanks for having us, Paul. It's exciting to talk it's about bike safety. A, it's always a pleasure. So this is one of those things you get to talk about, the work you do every day, that just makes everybody feel good. Like, what could be wrong with not wanting that people drive so much, pollute the air, get frustrated at every light? Like, I turn into a pretty bad person when I'm behind a wheel. It's sort of like commenting on news articles, to be honest, but it brings out the worst. But you're spending all your day, Lee and mm-hmm. Doug, on the board trying to find other ways for people to get around. So what what is the mission of uh, CAT, you call it? NCAT. NCAT. For short, yeah. Not NHCAT. Nope, NCAT. NCAT. Mm-hmm. What is the mission of NCAT? What are you up to these days? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, our mission is to um, provide a New Haven and, and really the, the state of Connecticut with um, uh, free cycling classes and safety classes. And, oh, uh, I didn't yeah, know that. Okay. Absolutely. So how and, many do you do those? Uh, we do those. We're going to be starting in April um, and launching all the way through November. Um, and uh, we're going to be uh, really focused on uh, being outdoors and uh, doing outdoor programming overall um, and providing, um, like I said, a free and safe uh, environments for people to learn. Emily, how I'm going to gonna ask you to get so close to that mic that oh. you're almost touching it, but not quite. Got it. Okay. Okay. So free cycling is part of what you do? Free cycling um, and really focus on the safety piece. Um, how do you uh, understand the mechanics of your bike um, just like you would uh, really focus on the mechanics of your vehicle um, and making sure that your brakes are ready um, to hit the road, making sure that you understand where your, your brakes are, which is a little different, right? Um, on your vehicle, you have them down on your feet, and then on your bike, you have them uh, out in your hands. So really... Uh, giving the community a really good understanding of how to be safe on your bikes and, and, and how to operate on the roads that can be quite um, uncertain for certain riders, um, especially the ones who are uh, just learning how to ride on the road and transitioning maybe from the, the sidewalk. always tricky. Yeah, always tricky. Because our instincts, when I'm riding my bike on the road, I know the rule is I'm like a car. And yet, I'll, if it's red, I'll go through if there's not another car coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll sometimes... Uh, not be thinking enough about where the car needs to turn or something. You know, we all got to share the road. And, and Lee, is it just mm-hmm. cycling or do you do more with the coalition? Um, so right now we, we were founded in 2018 and uh, we had a heavy focus on cycling. Um, and now we're looking to expand with my position as the ED. We're looking to expand more of our conversations on um, actual trans- uh, other methods of transportation, right? We can be active walking, running, um, which could be also what I consider a cage, right? <laughs> which is your actual vehicle um, riding on a bus, right? And, and really everything that encompasses any method of transportation, also looking into um, the Metro North and what it's like to take the train and, and how to do that safely. The other day I took for the first time, it, CT Rail runs trains from New Haven up to Springfield. And they're these early 1990s cars and they're in great shape. And it was so comfortable. They're really cushy, a lot of air, and you kind of feel like you're back in time because there are no outlets. 
People yeah. didn't have devices to plug in. It wasn't an That's issue true. when you rode the train. You'd be a little young for that. <laughs> every, seat, every seat on the Hartford line also has a fold-down cup holder, mm-hmm. like it's from like it's from a Vestage era from yesterday. I felt like I was taking this like rarefied, historic ride from another era. It was really, really pleasant. The Hartford line also launches in 2018, just yep. like NCAT. You know, that's a little thing we have in common. We're both turning five this year. Yep. Uh, oh, the Hartford okay. line will turn five really on exciting. June 16th, 2023. Yep. So, Doug, you're the executive director of NCAT. How did NCAT form? Were you involved from the beginning? So, I'm um, uh, board chair for the NCAT, uh, and Lee's our executive director. Right, and, right. Uh, it was formed out of the um, Mayor Harp's uh, task force on cycling education. So at the time, I was traffic director for the city. There was some commentary and discussions at our traffic authority at the time that, you know, folks were getting concerned about how many bike lanes were being, how much infrastructure was being rolled out, and not enough cycling education in the city to really mm. cover the the back end, the teaching people how to use the roads. And so, um, you know, at the at the time, Karen Jenkins, uh, our our first our inaugural board chair, um, who has recently stepped down. Uh, to pursue some other interests, but um, you know, Karen formed uh, the New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation with some founding board members: David Berkowitz, Lita Highsmith, uh, Greg Ladovsky from the Devil's Gear, and you know, for the last five years, has been trying to work into the school curriculum as well as provide again free education. And and I was not a, a, a member of this from the so what was the, the goal outside. exactly? How to use all this new infrastructure? We have more people riding bike. We're Bike City. We got yep. that designation that yes. a lot of people ride their bikes here. All kinds of walks of life. So. Was the full mission, why did they call it cycling? Why did they call it active transportation? Well, yeah, I think the full mission is getting people out of their car and having a city that is um, responsive to people that are not in their car. And so that includes, um, our motto is really kind of quippy and fun. It's uh, wheels and feet on every street. And for us, you know, just getting out of the car and having a different type of commute is really important. And, And from being a traffic director for a long time, you know, infrastructure is slow. Is you know slow to change. Is getting faster to change, of course. Um, but uh, for us, there's other things to do and activate around um, active transportation. For instance, there's no bus riders union in the state of Connecticut. There's no uh, transit coalition to talk about. Um, you know, there's a bunch of people now so working on it. So it's advocacy. When I see the word coalition, mm-hmm. I think advocacy. Is this yeah. an advocacy group or just basically an education group? Um, we're focused on the education, but we're certainly also focused on the advocacy and we're developing our programming on that end as well. Uh, there's a lot that we need to talk about and specific with transportation, that green environment, right, that we're trying to create and reduce the emission overall. But how do we do that, right? How do we educate ourselves on how to, how to be green, right? I think it's really common to just, you know, wake up, go to work, get in our cars and keep going, right? It's kind of like a day to day. Sometimes we don't even think about it, um, but how are our cars really, you know, affecting the the overall uh, earth and, and how are we contributing to that we're definitely going to have cycling as part of our solution as far as a future mobility system but i think talking to paul bass i'd say <laughs> a westville resident how do you get to work and so i get to work three ways so today was three the ways one right day, well actually today is the one day out of maybe every five weeks when i drove right right Got right. It. but i get to work in three ways i used to bike right for about 40 years right i stopped biking to okay because i got a little old so I usually walk. We'll get you an electric bike soon. Yes. Maybe. I don't want to list your bike. Okay. I like Never mind. guy, same guitar. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. So I walk <laughs> two and a half miles to work each way. Oh, okay. Or I take the bus, especially since it's been free. Yeah. Um, and I love the buses, except that the Westville route, for five years now, you had all these meetings. They, they still have their idea of when um, people leave work is three or four o'clock. 
So there's this one bus I always miss at 5.40, and they cut out. They do three an hour when no one's reading the, well, yeah, yeah. riding the 246 during the day. But at 6 p.m., mm-hmm. they cut out that one. So if you miss it, it's 45 minutes. So even if it's 20 it degrees one. out, it's quicker to walk back. I've never quite understood why they do that one bus. But in any case, I, take the, I walk and I take, take the bus, note. and I really like it. Yeah. It makes me happy. So Not we want to talk to stories. your whole commuter rather than just the biker or the walker or the busser. You know, and, and for us also, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people working on creating a bike-friendly city and, and creating the, uh, the agenda of bike-friendly culture. So we have a piece of that with cycling education, yeah. and we have some pieces of that with infrastructure that we can assist. Like, you know, we help with um, events around the state of Connecticut and do, like, moderate events for Fairfield and Hartford. And um, So it's not just New Haven? No. I, you said that earlier on, Lee. I was mm-hmm. kind of surprised. Why is it called New Haven if it's a statewide focus? Mm-hmm. That's what that, well, we started here in New Haven. And gotcha. I mean, I think that that's, that that's our foundation and everything that we're doing starts here, um, like, like other agencies as well. Um, and uh, we're branching out and bringing what we develop here to other towns. And, and other a lot of us work or play in other communities and people right. come Correct. into our community. So obviously yeah. it fits. 65% of the drivers in New Haven are not going to be New Haveners. And yes. so we need to talk to everybody to make the road safer. Mm-hmm. New Haven happens to be in state of Connecticut, which has a lot of the driving laws versus state of Connecticut laws. And so, you know, as we create a cycling city, we can't just create a cycling oasis. We have to create a mm-hmm. cycling friendly state. And, you know, Connecticut's been getting better and better. Um, and there's a lot of people working on cycling. Well, you had a lot to do with making it better in terms of bike lanes. Well, we're talking to, uh, the, with the two driving forces, but they don't dr- not in driving a car, behind the New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation, NCAT, yes. Executive Director Lee Osorio and Board Chair Doug Houseleading on Dateline New Haven, WNHHFM New Haven's home for community radio. Lee, you were telling me that you've been branching out, in addition to these lessons, you've been working directly with schools. Yes. First with a really wonderful parochial school, St. Martin de Porras in the Hill. You're also working with the New Haven Public Schools. Can you tell me yes. about that, Lee? Absolutely. I'll start with St. Martin de Porres. Uh, we started over in the fall of uh, 22, um, and there we launched our education curriculum where we started first, again, with safety, uh, working with the middle school students. Um, again, where we taught them the ABC Quick Check. All right, uh, the uh, I'm sorry, what did you call that? The ABC Quick Check. Right, that's where we start our foundation overall. Which ABC is air, quick. air, brake, it, chain, yes. crank, and cassette. Great air, job, etc., etc. Yes. Chain, <laughs> crank, and cassette. What's yes. cassette? Um, the, the, yeah. Where your chain sits, that actually gives um, the propelling uh, motion for your bike to actually oh. go forward. And, and you call it the ABC? Quick, ABC quick check. Yeah. Quick check. Yes. But it's actually ABC to the third power, or say <laughs> yes, ABC times correct. three. <laughs> yes. So that's something you do. You lead personally go into the school. To absolutely, do these absolutely. So I started off as a, a league cycling instructor, um, and then uh, from there, you know, we brought that into the classroom. We use um, the American Bicyclist. Um, curriculum and from there we taught this to uh, again middle school students uh we divided that into two cohorts um uh, first writers or first time writers um who were a little more um novice and then we had a second cohort of students who were more advanced um and there we really focused on again those safety pieces teaching students uh, what lanes are um how to use uh, their hands to actually signal um, how important mm-hmm. it is for your bike to also have uh, lights on them, just like a vehicle would, um, so that you know it, you're constantly visible. What to wear when you're on your bike, including right? your helmet. Including your helmet. That's the first thing that you put on. And, and not dark clothes. Exactly, right? You want to be as bright as possible. And, and how we translate that to children and, and to a lot of our, our participants is that your helmet is your um, your seatbelt, right? Uh, 
it's like that equivalent and make and helping children make those connections well before in the classroom well before we actually hit the road um and we start with parking lot drills build confidence build proficiency and then as we um build that confidence then we start to hit the road it all depends on our students, right? So have you done a ride on the road with the St. Oh, Morris kids? Absolutely. Um, so how often do you go? Like how long? Um, in the fall, we started, uh, we were doing this twice a week, Tuesdays oh. and Thursdays, um, all the way into December. And then um, it was about a, what, six, seven week program. And then we ended with a massive graduation ride um, to really kind of like Where bring everything go? together. Uh, we rode all the way from St. Martin, um, the Bores Academy, all the way, I believe, to um uh to downtown if i'm not incorrect um downtown new haven so i um, made all those cars and and how many kids did you have riding with you uh, we had about 15 to 20 ch uh, children with us and then so, two certified instructors so it was two instructors and 20 kids yes absolutely and um, i would say if, if there's any other grade schools out there or mm -hmm. you know high schools we'll talk about high school in a second mm -hmm. um you know reach out to lee at info at ncat-ct.org ncat-ct.org and you know, let us know if you're if you have a, if you're a gym instructor or if you're a principal or yep. a system principal or just a cyclist yourself who has an interest in helping. CT.org. NCAT-CT.org. NCAT-CT. Dash not underscore. I appreciate. Yep. Dash. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, it's one of our goals is to grow, and I think you know we've been working with a lot of people, a lot of teachers throughout the years. You know, Bill Kurtz, Joel Chance, people that have been you know working on cycling education for a long time, and our you know our collective goals. Are to to match what um, places like Washington D.C. have done: yes. second grade, eighth grade, eighth grade. tenth grade. Mm -hmm. You know, three times solid curriculum inside school systems to teach kids how to be bikers, and then having cyclists become drivers later on. So, so when you rode downtown, yes, absolutely. Uh, we were rode, you on that ride? Absolutely. In December. Absolutely, I was there was nice every single class. Um, so I when you have twenty kids riding with mm -hmm. you, what kind of things happened when you went? Oh, well, you have a lot of tripping, <laughs> for sure, which is uh, if you're not paying attention right in front of you, uh, if somebody suddenly stops, right, um, avoiding that collision, just again, like you weren't. So what happened on the ride, the graduation uh, ride? So I want to say that in our graduation ride, we had no tripping. Um, our children have built, again, uh, the understanding of formation rides um, and what it is to That's be in a group ride. Then, yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And that comes, again, from understanding how your left hand, your right hand, which brake falls where, um, and really having that understanding but i mean greater to that one of the biggest pieces that we also focused on was health and cardiovascular health i'm no. sorry mr last part uh we we focus on cardiovascular health and, okay. and just the health piece of that ties into you riding your bike right like tell me about that absolutely so we we talked about and we gauged um uh lightly on you know what it is to really making sure that you're eating healthy and eating uh, food, right, that gives you energy. And our power and bar is really healthy. I read the article the other day that <laughs> the one I'm eating is might be a little more like candy. <laughs> like some are power bars, some aren't, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, and, and understanding like natural sugars to um, processed sugars and what that does to your body, right? You know, uh, children are very inclined to that processed sugar um, and wanting to drink juice. And we talked about, you know, why you would want to drink water and keeping yourself hydrated. Um, and uh, again, and, and having the endurance and the cardiovascular vascular uh, ability to get to from your you know first point of riding to your destination but then also getting back home um, and what that entails and and having again the 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 health to do that 
So the December ride was fun. The December ride was amazing. Did you have a, a destination? Did you stop for like coffee mm -hmm. somewhere? Oh, absolutely. Smoothies? So we uh, we do what's called mapping um, before we leave any location. The children get to see where they're going. They get to see where our rest stops are. So where did where were you, where did you rest? Uh, we rested exactly at uh, the New Haven Police Station. Um, they have a beautiful, the trails back there are absolutely beautiful. Kudos they, Giovanni's Inn, the off street trail on Columbus Avenue. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. So we were back there. Um, and, and there's a, a pretty interesting intersection back there. So we also had moments um, during our ride uh, where we stop, we press the crosswalk, um, we cover the importance that if they ever feel uncomfortable um, with being on their bikes, how to become pedestrians, right? Unstraddle your bike, get into the crosswalk, press that button and safely cross the street uh, versus trying to cycle through that crosswalk. One thing, um, one thing we've seen in Connecticut in the last few years, we've seen a large rise in pedestrian deaths, not only yeah, pedestrian 75 deaths, in, last year. not only in cities and urban mm -hmm. environments, but also in, in highway environments. And so one thing we teach cyclists, just like we teach drivers, is the minute you step out of your vehicle or off your vehicle, you're, you're a pedestrian. Mm -hmm. And so, again, you know, teaching all of these health curriculums, these physical education curriculums, mm -hmm. it's a great way to, to work yourself, work cycling into an education and already a, a set curriculum inside of, uh, you know, New Haven Public or mm -hmm. a parochial. New Haven Public. So NCAT is New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation. Leo Serio is the executive director. Doug Houselade is the board chair. Lee, you mentioned... New Haven Public Schools, what do you yes. got going on with them? So with them, we are developing um, uh, a curriculum again uh, for three high schools um, that we are excited uh, that it's going to be launching in 2024. 2024. Um, yes, all 23, we're going to be certifying teachers um to become league cycling instructors uh through oh. ncat um so that we empower again our teachers um and we train the trainer method train the trainer absolutely and we're going to work in collaboration during the day as a science class to talk about the mechanics and the the physical with the teachers with the teachers absolutely there's going to be some co-teaching that's going to be happening so you'll uh, be dealing with kids in the fall too oh absolutely teaching in the science class about yes about cycling and how, again, your body is that engine uh, that you find within vehicles. How does your body really work? Um, how does your fascia, your muscles really come together um, mm. to help you crank your bike? Um, and, and how important it is to take care of your body. And then the second part of that is, again, the mechanical piece of how your hands, right, are critical to the healthiness of the maintenance of your bike. So we're going to be, um, you know, again, working on hopefully building. And that's in the fall. Bikes. That's, we'll always start in the, in the fall. Um, but we this have, uh, training classes in the spring. In and the spring. In the summer, we're going to do our weekend-long LCI. Wait, wait, wait. 2023 oh. fall is when you're teaching the teachers. Yes, that's correct. When are you going to be interacting with kids? 2024? Yes, yeah. that's the hope. Um, and what's going to happen there? Uh, so there, that's where we're going to be bringing that curricula into the into classroom. Well, you did St. Martin. It, the same way. Yeah, but with similar. the teachers who you've certified. Exactly. Right. What when are you the three high schools? schools? Uh, so the three high schools right now are co-op on um, downtown, uh, Metropolitan High School, and then high school in the community. Oh, that sounds like good good choices for that. Yes, absolutely. So how do you folks get around? Personally, I uh, have my own bike. Her name is Midnight. She's a Cannondale Hybrid mountain bike, <laughs> um, and I named her. Uh, she's all an all black. Um, Cannondale Mountain Hybrid. Yes. Does that mean it also has an electric? Uh, no, it does not. Uh, it, what's a hybrid? Uh, so a hybrid is just a road and mountain bike function oh, okay. uh, that gives me the ability to, to be again on the road if I need to be, or I love being on the trails. Oh, what did you name her? Midnight. Uh, Midnight. She's, yeah, she's all black with white decals. Uh, white details? Yes. 
And uh, tell me, tell me, what, do you drive like? Are you like Tom Brady at the Independent, where you ride your bike around when it's twenty degrees? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's I'm there's no bad episode. time to ride, just bad uh, <laughs> outfit choices. Outfit choices, absolutely. So you know, you have your internal, you know, heat uh, or your tea that keeps you nice and warm as long as again you're getting your 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 temperature going and, and rising. Gloves, individual fingers, right? Absolutely. Winter commuting is another class that we offer, absolutely. and we'd love oh, to okay. have people check out our course yeah. catalog on ncat-ct.org. Absolutely. Last winter, uh, Greg Ladofsky also taught uh, commute cycling, um, uh, or I'm sorry, Elias did, excuse me. Yes. Eli- Elias has to work on our um, cycling education coordinator. Uh, also taught commute cycling. Um, so it's, you know, it's a great opportunity to get around New Haven. We're a flat community, yep. 20 square miles. I noticed that, except if you live on the upper part of Westville. There's a couple of places. Wait, uh, yeah. Fairhaven Heights. And, but and my, if you live in you, Woodbridge. You, or, folks, you live in City Point. Um, <laughs> I recently relocated to Olive Street. And so okay. Oh, much, so you're here. I'm here. I'm, yeah, you I'm, can walk. Yeah, yeah. And Lee, where do you live? I, I West Point. Uh, I, I live in West Haven. West Haven. Yes. So do you have a, a, a flat ride? Um. Yeah. Yes and no. Depends. You take Kimberly on, on the route. Bridge. Yes, I do. So that's a little bit of an. That's incline. a little bit, but we also yeah. teach um, gears, right? And the importance of your gears and gear understanding up, up your mm-hmm. gear up class. Mm-hmm. So mine has uh, 21 gears. I don't need all 21, right? Um, I don't think it hurts to have never them. I think hurts. It's, it never hurts. There's I think it's better hill. to have it and not I need it, need it, yeah, not have it. Oh my gosh, like imagine three. being on that hill and yeah. finding yourself needing it. So yeah. how many gears do you go through mm-hmm. when you come to work? Um, I have seven. You have seven? Yeah. I mean, I think I have about seven as well. Um, I, You know, I, I always find myself just going through all the gears until I find the right one. I don't know yeah. if that really And what do you resonates. do in the rain? Oh, I'm still out there, right? That's another class that we're, that's a new class that we're going to be launching is uh, uh, rain riding with Lita Highsmith, uh, one of our coaches. I jump on a free bus. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you're hard. How about snow? Uh, snow, uh, I mean, I think snow, uh, again, winter riding requires a, a level of skill um, in itself, but it, it's all possible. It's all doable. It just depends on, on the tire size, right? Why, why, do, you, why do you love riding? Why do I love it's 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 a space to be free. Um, like I said, my vehicle is a cage, um, yeah. and I can't feel the wind in my face. And I know sometimes that could be a little bit too cold and whatnot. But there's sense of freedom, the sense of ability to um, to feel connected and grounded with with the earth around me. Yeah. Um, but one of the key elements that I teach um, and, and that NCAT really focuses on is that mental health piece that comes with yeah. riding. Because um, driving a car makes you upset. Driving a bike makes you feel free. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. And I think, you know, different people have different <laughs> theories about that. But uh, here at NCAT, we really focus on that that connectivity with the self and really kind of like having a moment on your bike where you're really checking in with yourself. Which, uh, three comes like transportation should be a positive party day rather than mm. just getting you from place A to B. Exactly. It's a, it's a highlight. For me, it is. For yes. me, now it's the walk, you know, like <laughs> yeah. sort of get see what's around me and also get Absolutely. work. And having a moment to kind of like debrief your day as well, right? Yeah. Like, you know, I had a and pretty... work out an idea or if mm. there's a song in your yeah, head. absolutely. Doug, how do you get around town? All the ways. Uh, I am mm-hmm. I have a Kona. It's a seven-gear Kona that Greg Ladofsky mm-hmm. upsold me about <laughs> eight years ago at the Devil's Gear, which I love to death. Um, I also have uh, an electric via a little Bolt, Chevy Bolt uh, for uh-huh. work. And uh, I take a lot of train uh, when I'm commuting up and down to Hartford and to... Uh, down to New York, I'll take the train on Saturday as well. But um, you know, I think the most in being a city person, having transportation options, I'm I'm yes. the most blessed, you know, um, privileged person because I have the most transportation options possible. I live a block from the State Street train station, and so mm-hmm. um, can you enter from the other side? Or do you have to enter from state? You have to enter from state. Uh, however, there's a big rail um, 
project going on uh, that the DOT is leading on platform replacement, and they're considering sure. opening up a southerly uh, or an eastern uh, opening uh, to the Alice. I just wanted to date. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. <laughs> I mean, transportation options and just permeability of networks, I think, to, to, right. your, to your question about State Street. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to get there. you got to be able to access it. And so, you know, it's one of those... One of those things, having a, a vehicle share, you know, trying to answer people's, trying to answer people's solutions for, for issues for getting around town. Zip car, car share, bike share, and the most important one, walking. 20% of, us, 20% of us walk to work. I Absolutely. Love well, I loved hearing everything you're up to. You are a great organization, and you're just very positive people and positive mission. And New Haven's just a better place because you're here. Yeah. I wish you luck as you expand to the public schools. Quick Thank advertisement. You. We're going to be showing a video called The Street Project up in February. If you want to mm-hmm. be a co-hosting organization, reach out to the coalition. Reach out to Lee. Yep. Info at ncat-ct.org. We're also going to be helping out with um, Rock to Rock. I think we're in year 15 for Rock to Rock. Woo, woo. That's correct. And we'll be doing a little great gift. So we'll be fundraising for all these efforts. And Lee, take us home. Yeah, absolutely. The last piece here is that we will be developing job opportunities for youth in the city uh, where we will be launching a youth assistant instructor position. Um, and we are yep. hopeful that our youth are excited about that and want to become instructors through NCAT and help us in implementation of programming. So keep an eye out for our website and look out for me being in every place possible and advertising as much I as possible. I saw you the other day at the uh, the uh, Promise Fair. You're getting the word out, Lee. You're there. Alrighty. Thank you, everybody. All right. Thank you, Paul. Lee, sorry, Thank you, Paul. Dark, Thank you so much for telling us about New Haven Coalition for Active Transportation. Thanks for doing it. Yes. And we're going to watch you hold tight. We're going to take a break and come back with all the Tom Ficklin eyeing a second uh, term in the office. And we're going to have the Afro-Semitic experience performing I Wish I Knew How It Would Feel to Be Free from the group CD, A Plea for Peace. This is Paul Bass inviting you to fly free with us all day and all night at WNHH New Haven's home for community radio.